Here we go. All right, episode 10 of Set to the Office. Episode number 10, and can I just point out, because I feel like it's a milestone when you've done so many, you can't remember which one it is. I know, we had to go back and look, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, you know. Adventures of Tremendous Fat Ass uh, is carrying on, so we're, and we have consistently, for three weeks in a row now, recorded on the same day or close to the same day, so that's good, but uh, all right, we're here, we're ready to go. Uh, the last episode had... Um, significantly more listeners and viewers than prior ones and so i don't know if the word's getting out dan or i don't know what's going on buddy (laughs) i don't know yeah i don't know you know i think it's your hypnotizing blue eyes maybe could it be are you looking at them (laughs) i'm gonna try and um when i talk i'm gonna pretend i'm like a piano player singing a love song and maybe my audio will be better yeah, you know, we're working on the audio. We're aware of the echo. If I yeah. talk like this, Joel. Yeah, there you go. I, I don't know. Okay. We did a little I won't. I won't. Uh, yeah, I won't be uh, overly concerned if I see you. Uh, you know, yes. whatever deep throating your microphone. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I wow, just went there, didn't I? I just went there. All right. Well, let's change the subject from deep throating. Uh, I noticed your your T-shirt uh, well, matches Austin there, buddy. This is turning into a thing. You have the beer thing right i got the beer thing doing yeah yeah i noticed this is the same old beer that you had last time though right two times ago i think but i had a uh i think i had a newcastle last week and then two weeks ago i had this again so that's okay i'm pretty sure i've probably worn the same shirt but this shirt i chose because a couple of my buddies are coming to visit and they're going to spend thanksgiving with us we're both excited about it because you know yes right uh, Lance and uh, Raymond, a.k.a. Giggles. Giggles? And why do they call him Giggles? Because that's what he does when he sees uh, his buddies. He, he laughs does. nonstop. Yeah. I don't well, know. It's you almost, can't not be happy around It's not Ray. laughing what he does, though. It's giggling. It's a vibration. It's, it's a giggle. Yeah, it's a giggle. <laughs> and you can't be in a bad mood around Ray because he giggles at everything. Other than me, who have you met that are that's cooler than my friends in Texas. Nobody. They're the best. They are. Every single they one. Are. So, that so the shirt is, uh, you know, uh, just killing time until. Yeah, you bought that for I me. I moved to Austin. I did buy that for you. Um, yeah, Austin, Texas is great. In fact, I've been been kind of, you know, trying to sell the idea of Austin to Quinn oh, for school. I thought you were saying you're going to sell it to Marna to move there. That's, you know, it could happen. But, uh, you know, uh, University of Texas in Austin. Uh, you know, great school. They also have uh, some other schools in Austin, and you know, Quinn does not want to stay in Iowa, but Austin is a very manageable drive. Yeah, we and it's a take cool her town. Then. Yeah, we actually stay talked at about Lance's and take her around town. Yeah, we talked about uh, just a few nights ago. We mentioned maybe Christmas break, uh, spending a couple of days in Austin. So I lived in Austin for about six years, but Texas for ten. And these friends of mine are all. Um, from the drop zone and we just became really close and drop zone is a is a oh. skydiving term so you have to explain this stuff we don't have experts out there on see i didn't know the term drop zone the first time you said it and i knew <laughs> but i i figured it out in context because you're talking about skydiving but you know you use all these fancy terms Dan, but you don't explain them my mom i think she still says that sky jumping <laughs> that goddamn sky jumping sky jumping uh, yeah, she never was a real big fan yeah, of that. But anyway, 
Yeah, we got uh, really close, and actually, <laughs> at one point, uh, when Sarah was pregnant with Samantha, Lance lived with me at my house, um, the pilot, uh, Jerome, Jerome, another one of my friends, Tim uh, Hanrahan, and we pretty much just called it Club 15103, which was uh, my address, because it was Party Central. Oh, yeah. Had I don't know how Sarah tolerated that. Oh, you know, she's a saint. <laughs> Did you ever see that movie um, about Buddy Holly? <laughs> no. Oh, that's uh, a good movie. You... I don't think so. Seriously? What movie? That's what the line is from. You got to get them while they're young. Or no, it's not. It's uh, Great Balls of Fire. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 You got to. I've seen that one. Yep. Get them while, get them while they're young. Raise them like a bird dog. There you now, go. Uh, she was baptism by fire, though. She stuck th- stuck with me. <laughs> right. It's amazing. Yeah, she's awesome. It. Your mojo must be strong. Very. Very strong. So anyway, these guys are living at my house. Sarah's, you know, pregnant with Samantha, and we just, we were like a family. So yeah. you see that, I think, when you yep. come and hang yep. out with us. Yep. So Yeah, the looking forward to seeing Lance and, and Ray, and, uh, you know, uh, Kyle's not coming, but uh, that's okay. He's been to Iowa. He was just here when was the last time? Not last summer, the summer before, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And Did, we were there just a few months ago. and You know what? Since we just came off Halloween, uh, when Lance lived with us, when yeah. we were all living there, we were going to carve We carved pumpkins for Halloween, you know, went and got them. Right. Lance had a Dremel tool out. I had pumpkin. He'd never carved a pumpkin ever in his life. What? He lived in Iowa. I know. That's weird. That's, that is you know, weird. So it was the first time he'd ever carved a pumpkin, but man, he got the power tools out. Got it all and, over. Yeah, it was awesome, though. Um, okay. So yeah, looking forward to seeing those guys, and uh, that's and uh, that's two weeks from tomorrow. Thanksgiving's two weeks from tomorrow. Yeah. That's crazy. I know it. It's crazy. Dan, you gotta understand. I well, you know this. I have to travel because I go and I I got gypsy in me or something. I have to travel. I cannot. Uh, you know, stay is especially. And I, 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 I love Iowa in a lot of ways, but yeah, this time of year, I can't take it much longer. I'm breaking. Joel, it's it's not even gotten. I know, but it was you know two degrees yesterday, and I'm breaking already. And so, you does know, that mean we're gonna have another winter where it pretty much feels like the surface of Mars half the time? Because that sucks. I don't know. I mean, I just you know. I, I do love Iowa, and I know that, you know, our four kids, I don't know how many of them will live in Iowa when they're adults, so we don't want to be too far away from them. But when the time comes, I'm going to be spending a couple of months out of Iowa. And that's part of the reason why we want to go to Cartagena or we want to go. We went to, well, Puerto Rico's not really an option for, like, spending a month or two because it's too expensive. But there are places, like, if you look it up um, – uh, retirement places for Americans that are super cheap. Mm-hmm. A lot of places in South America are on that list. So, you know, but it's just something to think about. But we're, you know, I got to get out, man. I got to get on. I know it. You're an adventurer. I am. That's I why. That's why we click. That's probably it. the yeah. biggest thing we have in common. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't really feel the need to travel. Your adventures are different. I like to travel. Yeah. I like to do that. So, 
But it's going to be good to see uh, the fellers, mm -hmm. and uh, looking forward to that. We'll have to figure out what we're going to be doing. Hey, speaking of adventures, I'm going to tell my story about the deer. Yeah. Now, some uh, listeners may not even know what it's, what this is about. What a deer some is? Some people may be listening to some this people episode may not know what simply a deer to is. hear this story. Yeah. Because I put the picture uh, on Facebook and just put, the, I'm going to share the story on the podcast. Of course, okay. I've told about Okay. Uh, I don't know how many people, a lot. Yeah. So I'm going to try and, uh, you know how they have those, they used to have those, oh, that's so rude. Sorry about Dan. that. Man. Hey, that's my buddy, Nate. Speaking Nate. of Austin, I have to tag him, Nate, you're calling me during this. Yeah. I'm not going to answer it. That would be kind of cool. Put your phone away, Dan. Okay. They had those movies, though, where they said, um, you know, no horses were hurt in the making of this right, movie. Right, right. I can't say that because this involves a hunting story. So I just want to put all the cards on the table. Right, right. But we're in Iowa. Most, of most people's... people understand that hunting is yeah, a thing. I just don't want to catch anyone off guard because, honestly, um, you know, I'm meeting more people these days that are not only vegetarian, vegan. Yeah, like know? my daughter. Yeah, and I'm trying to be more respectful but, of that. But my, my daughter, even though she's a vegan, would not be outraged at your story. No. She, no. I mean, she, because we, she knows me. We eat meat around her all oh, the time, right, and it, right, right. that thing, that yeah, doesn't bother you, She's not one of those, like, oh, my God, I can't believe you're, yeah. she's like, Well, this is, care. you know, I do think that, although it may sound like an oxymoron to some, there is a, there is a thing called ethical hunting, though. Okay. And, uh, you know, I think it's important to try <laughs> and uh, not take a young buck when they're, when they haven't reached past their maturity. It's like the way nature has set it up, you know, they, in nature, thankfully it's not like this for us. Right. You have to fight to uh, do the other, you know, to mate. And so, but that's the way they keep Whoa, the herd okay. strong. That, that's the way they have to do it in nature, right? Yeah. So, if it, yeah. So how would that work, Dan? I'd, I'd hold my own. I mean, you know, but here's. You think you're going to get, you think you're going to get some of Marna? You're going to go through me to get some of Arna? Is that what you're trying to say? Well, I think that's what you're trying to say. There's one buck who does most of the mating, and there's a reason for that, because he's passing on his genes to the herd. And it, when you take a young buck before they yeah. reach that, he may, you know, anyway, yeah. that's right. Dan, you I may do. go do that MMA shit, but you ain't getting through me. I'm just telling you. What's that? Yeah, if I get him down. But he, yeah, he, he may tap me out. I don't know. Whatever. If he he said the words, if he gets me down, if on the you want to go on the ground with me? No, 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 not really. I don't. <laughs> like that's your goal? Not really? No, no, no. But I want to use my 70, 90 hey, odd pounds against you. Remember the when you did the uh, fake uh, racer behind my head? At school, yes, that got crazy. Yeah, you got <laughs> we got to find that video. I know that's pretty good. Anyway, All right, so you're hunting. Yeah, sorry. So yeah, uh, this was uh, anyway. I hunted that morning. I'm gonna tell the story, and I'm gonna try and do it justice. I'm not making any of this up. Uh, really, I'm mean, okay. Yeah, this is this is what happened. So hopefully, it's uh. I haven't built it up too much, but you have, but it's going to be okay. All right. So I hunted that morning. Is that on there now? No, it's not on there yet. Okay. All right. So that morning I hunted, I saw some, some deer, some bucks, and I was rattling at them and grunting. It's, tr you know, it's mating. So you, you rattle. It sounds like two uh, antlers okay. together. It sounds like there's two bucks fighting. Can you do that sound for us? 
I don't have that prop. Oh, okay. I have a I have a rattle bag. Oh, right. You know, okay. I, okay. I used to carry actual antlers. You know who else uses rattles? Babies. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go ahead with your deer story. That's what you do, too. You go, yeah. <laughs> I deserve that after that Dungeons and Dragons comment I had on your fantasy fake football. That was pretty okay. good. They're just like, get to it. Okay, so they weren't really responding to any of that. And, but I saw that there were a lot of deer going out in this field. So I go up there and I've been wanting to move a stand onto the corn, corn field, you know, where okay. I was at, it wasn't on the corn. Okay. The stand I have that's on corn, the corn isn't out yet, or, you know, wasn't, I don't know if it is now. So I wanted to move another two man that I had that's not on the corn to the corn. Uh, so I go up and I start deciding if I'm going to do that. And as I'm walking over to the two man where I wanted to put it, I walk by and I see this. Can you put it up there now? This is a rub and it's, uh, what a buck will do when they're getting the ivory off their antlers or it's also how they mark their territory. Okay. You know, and the rub will tell you a little bit about the buck. And this okay. particular rub right here is like deep and high. And I knew that there's a bruiser making this. So, okay. so for about two, I would guess two hours, I'm moving this two-man stand about 200 yards over to where I want it, which is about 10 yards, 15 yards from this. Uh, but it was a, a fence row, so it was hard to find a good tree, you know, so I couldn't be too choosy. Um, so when I finally got it up there, there's not very many shooting lanes, you know, it's real thick. Okay. Um, but I kind of like that myself because if you can't see them very well, they can't see you. You know, that's the idea with the camouflage is that it's the structure that you blend into. Okay. And when I'm, I'm, this is bow, by the way, when I'm hunting bow with who? my bow, <laughs> um, like bow and loop, just like a rifle, what you're looking at on the site is okay. rigged up to where the arrow is going to is pretty much dialed in on that. It's a little bit different depending on if you're using 20, 30 or 40 yard pin. But okay. if you've got a hole through the trees and it's in a spot where it mates up with the deer, you can take it. So, okay. Anyway, uh, so I go back to the camper, get myself cleaned up cause I'm sweaty, you know, scent is everything. So I go, um, and the camper from this stand is probably, about three quarters of a mile, I would guess. I don't know. I'm not good with that, but I know four laps around the track is one mile. That's how I kind of measure yeah. things. So, how long does it take you to get there? <laughs> I don't know. I go slow. That's oh, that's okay. not a good measurement. Because usually you can walk a mile in 17, 18 minutes. Oh, no. Okay. okay. Just this is yeah. All right. Anyway, <clears throat> so I, I get that. Uh, in up. fact, scent is so important that when I'm going back, I uh, rigged up a scent drag which is where you, you tie it to your boot. And I did it from a certain spot from this tree where I, I knew they might be coming out. And it's a deer estrus. It's a urine, literally, that's harvested from a doe uh, who's in, yeah. And so, so I- Who gets to follow that doe around waiting for her to take I, a piss? I don't know how that works. I, I actually, but I don't want to digress here. Hunting is very technical, more so than I ever expected. But yeah, yeah, well, you know, it's it's. Um, but the only thing I know about hunting, I learned from watching Looney Tunes, and you know, uh, got to be very, very quiet. Yeah, that's all I know. That's well, really that part's true. 
Okay, you, know? you got to be very quiet. Yeah. Okay. You do. Okay. Anyway. All right. So you rake that up to your shoe. Yeah, and what it, you know, it's mating season, and so the I think I wonder if that's where that saying comes from. You know, chasing tail. You know, you guys out there chasing tail because that's what they're doing. You know, that's why it's so dangerous to drive right now. Normally during the year, a deer will travel not very far from where they right. bed down to their food source. During rut, they go miles and miles. Yeah, when I was going to uh, the high school the other night, uh, I would guess nine or ten deer cross the road right by Toad Valley High School. Murph is smelling one of my props. Oh, my story. Hi, Murph. Okay, so I get back to the stand. I'm there probably 1.32, and I sit there, and I sit there, nothing. Not until sunset do deer start coming into this field. And they're way over there. Oh, and I have a decoy set up. All right, a decoy looks like a buck. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a decoy. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's got antlers and everything. Like, okay. It's whoosh, right there. It's a right suck, there. But it's light. You know, you can move it around. And I put a bunch of um, buck spray on it, like so the buck pee mixed in with the. <laughs> yeah, this is getting crazy. Okay. It's getting crazy. Okay. All right, so I'm rattling at these bucks way over there. I'm looking through the binoculars, just trying to get some reaction out of them, really. I'm, I'm grunting this thing so hard it sounds like a low, like the like a buck grunting, like, Very guttural. It's, yeah, it's, it's a, I'm blowing on that thing so hard it sounds like a duck, <laughs> you know. I'm, like, trying to get, and I'm doing all that stuff, and all of a sudden I look over, and there is Big Boy, like, so um, you're looking another direction and way out there and he had come in upwind of me and he's probably 15 20 yards and he is staring at that decoy with almost like a dog the back of his neck the hair oh. is up yeah they do this and and they walk almost kind of crouched and i mean he is just kind of like a east side night at the state fair yeah yeah, yeah kind of like, like those that. guys walk you around know. yeah 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 okay. like that um and uh, another part of the story, when I first set that decoy up and I got up in the tree, there were these coyotes that came out. The coyotes down there are bananas. Crazy, crazy. Not just a pack. Are, I mean, they, everywhere. are they wily? <laughs> they, are, they will make the hair on your arm stand up okay. when you get going at night okay. and you're alone in the camper. Anyway, so uh, he comes, and I'm worried he's going to attack the decoy. He circles around. I miss where my shooting lane was. Um, and he comes around, and he's actually kind of facing toward me, which is a very technical shot. I mean, seriously, I don't okay. recommend it. Um, even from the ground, it's about a softball is what you've got to work with. And the angle of the tree stand changed. But he was so close, and I was confident with it, and I knew I had it. So I, I end up taking the shot. And he takes off. Now, this is the way it works. You know, a strong, large animal will run, you know, depending on where you shot him. You're trying to get a double lung or better, um, you know, get the heart. And so that's why you're always aiming at a spot. And depending on the angle, that spot can change. Okay. And depending on what way the deer is facing him. So uh, he takes off running to the north. Okay. So he's running along that fence line that that tree that that rub is on but i can't see all the way down the fence line it kind of this scrubby part comes out and hides a lot of it um and he went around that and i couldn't tell if he had jumped the fence and headed back west 
or if he continued north to this hardwoods. And so I wait and wait. You, you never want to go start blood tracking right away, which is the hardest Why? thing. Uh, you want them to, a lot of times they don't even know what happened, you know, depending on. Well, they've, they've probably, probably never been shot with an arrow before. <laughs> Well, they just, they know they don't feel well. That's usually a one-time event. <laughs> it was like, oh, wow. that. What the hell? I that, don't feel well. Is that a heartburn? <laughs> I, I, need I think a I'm going to lay down for a little I need, bit. Yeah, something's Which is exactly on. what you want them to do, okay. which is why you don't go um, looking for them right away because they'll smell once you they lay you. down, they'll bleed out. Yeah. If you bump them when they've been, they're laying down and it has coagulated, they can still go a long distance, sure. and then you can't find them. It happens, and it sucks. So you want to wait a good two hours. Um, that would be a tough thing to do. Oof. But it was dark, and so I, I walked all the way back to the camper because the only light I had is the light that's on my quiver. It's this green light. It's not made for blood tracking. And so I go back, and I get my light right here. This light right here. Right there. And I would say it had been two and a half hours easy. So I it took me forever to figure that question out. Did he jump across the okay. fence or keep going? And it was real specky blood, which is not surprising based on how I shot him. And once I found out he didn't go across the fence, he kept going where I couldn't see towards the woods, then I started making some progress and then once you get to those hardwoods it starts immediately going downhill into the woods right okay. and once he started going downhill i'm finding a good blood like this is i'm very confident yeah I'm getting more confident the further down this hill i go and it's dark you know and as i get down there it's getting more and more blood, and then I hear something. Now I'm all the way to the bottom where it kind of turns into this dry creek bed. It's kind of okay. weird, though. There's weeds A dry there. what bed? Creek bed. Further. Okay. You further. Uh, okay. We, Joel. <laughs> okay. I hear something, and I, do, I end up doing exactly what I said you don't want to do. I bumped him. He had been laying down. I... Got the light, I shine it over there, I see him walk over this little hill. All right, sorry about that. Yeah, we had, we had a little, little technical difficulty. Technical problem. I think I got excited and messed my mic up. So yeah, I think it was I think it was a little murple. We watched there. where I was. And okay. so when I bumped him, I saw him walk over this little hill not very far. And so I decide I don't wanna walk all the way back to the camper. Um, there's a lot, I can see where he had been laying down. I do like, once he goes over the hill, I right. go over here and I can see this, this a lot. So I'm pretty confident, but I don't know. I just decide I'm going to lay down <laughs> and you know, that feeling you have sometimes you're not sure if you dozed off and if you did, you're not sure if how long you yeah, right. slept. That's kind of what I had. All I know is I had that feeling so I don't know if I slept or not, but I could hear st I could hear stuff in the woods. It's he very he mounted you, didn't he? <laughs> it's very noisy. <laughs> well, we'll get to that. Oh, oh! I didn't mean to. I did it. realize about that time that I had spilled a substantial uh, amount of that estrus piss on me earlier when I had my <laughs> scent drag going, and you know I'm doing this buck bomb piss that's spraying all over. I don't know. 
I did have a feeling, you know, like a vulnerability, you know, and I and I'm pretty much laying in blood. Okay, right. remember the the coyotes that I was talking about? Right. You know, so I decide, man, it's time. So I don't know how long it's been, but I decide I'm gonna try and creep and follow where he went over that hill. And I head that way, not very far, and I hear something. And I shine the light up there, and I see the antlers. I see antlers coming back from exactly where he went. And they keep coming and coming right at me. They're coming. He's walking on a trail that is walking right up to me. But I have the, once again, the wind is out of the south. He's walking towards me from the west. I mean, he can't smell me. And he's looking right in the light, you know, and they just see it like probably like we would see an alien or something. Sure. I don't know. Like they just it's like it's just a light. They don't. Yeah. Put, so but it's freaking me out, you know, to the point where I'm starting to wonder what's going to happen here because he just keeps coming. And he literally gets about within 10 yards. And I am literally thinking about, OK, what tree can I jump in here? Uh, or behind. Because he could do some damage. Well, I mean, he's a large animal. And I'm standing there, and I pull. All I had was this, this light and this knife. I grabbed my buck knife. And I pull it out. Is that why they call it a buck knife? Yeah, exactly. And I unclip this thing because I'm feeling kind of scared, and I just let the sheath fall to the ground. And when it did that, he heard it, and he's staring in the light, and he just goes, (laughs) Like that, and I'm like, and, but he's circling now. He now he's he just wants to go around me, and he just keeps on walking. And I'm like, whoo, wow, yeah. And I was so freaked out, I could I I was trying to see where the blood was coming, but by the time I thought to do that, he was going away from me, and I'd shot him from a front shot. But could you like, see the arrow and everything? No, I couldn't see when he was walking towards me. I wasn't looking at anything other than his eyes and what tree I'm going to jump yeah, in. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, right. Anyway, I just decide, oh, man, I'm just heading back to the camper. I'm going to have to do this tomorrow. You know? Yeah. This is, at this point, I've done more harm than good in my mind. Okay. And so I head back to camper, go to sleep, and I wake up the next morning. I'm like, I got to go find that deer right now. Like, the moment I woke up, that's – I. It was like Christmas morning. Yeah, and I had my clothes on already. already, Yeah. Yeah. So I head out there, and the way he had walked out was to the east, and I zigzag all the way through that feet. It's where the cornfield kind of goes along a big finger of uh, timber. And any time there was a trail coming out, which there were quite a few, I would just look for blood and look down in there. I'm trying to find it. And I don't find any blood. And I'm just, oh, my gosh. You, I just you you can't believe it. You know, it's there's nothing worse. And so I decide I'm going to start all over, go to square one. Don't worry. I'm not going to make you guys do this. So I go back to where the blood started, follow it all the way to the point where I bumped him. And he walked over. Okay. He had the face-off incident. And I blood track it through there, find it, and he had kept going. The deer I had the face off with was a different deer. What? And big enough that I mistook him for what I found, which was, you ready? Come on. Drum roll. That big boy right Look there. Look at that. Yeah. He is an older deer, man. When I was saying earlier about, you know, Venerable. past their prime. Yeah. He was missing two uh, of his front teeth. 
and I was joking. I told my uncle Pat, I said, Pat, I think he walked straight out of the the tavern in La Villa and headed straight to your field. I take, you know, I take that back. I don't want to offend anybody. But, no, it's uh, fine. I don't think anybody from La Villa listens. You never know. You never know. Dude, has po- have podcasts made it to La Villa? I don't want to get shivved. I stop in La Villa every now and then. They probably got some hard pipe hidden people there. You yeah, know? they do. They shib you. Yeah, that picture, uh, you look really tired. Oh, man. You but you look no happy. Idea. But you look tired. Yeah, I don't take it lightly, you know. To me, I know that uh, I'm taking a life, you know, but I, I do – we get a lot of enjoyment out of yeah. that deer meat. And deer are like – they're like cockroaches in Iowa. There's yeah, there's so a many lot of them. them. There's so a lot many. of them. That's, so, a, that's an awesome-looking Yeah, buck. it's amazing. He's amazing. So I'm going to – I'm having uh, Swearingen's boys. They got their uh, taxidermy yeah. business. Yeah. Um, I'm having them do a Euro mount and then I'm thinking about doing, they, they do this hydro dip. Now you can do it yourself. It's really cool. I should have had you um, pull one of those up, but you dip it in this, uh, paint that you spray into this water and it comes out. It's really cool looking. I'm thinking about, and you tape up the antlers. You just do it with the bleached out skull that you do, uh, base paint on. Oh, and I cool. was going to do Southeast Polk colors. Oh, that would be badass. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, good. that's the story, man. Okay. And that's I mean, a good it's one. true. I mean, it's a little bit anticlimactic. I didn't get, I didn't, you know, I know some people are out there thinking I was going to be Andy Dufresne with the sisters out there. The, the butt, I was you know, waiting just, for it. I was waiting for you to wake up like your what, first, what your is, reply text or when I told you this was that would have been poetic justice. Actually, you would have deserved that. And let me give you some advice, Dan. Just let him finish. Just let it happen. Just let it happen. happen. It's better that way. So yeah. Wow. Um, That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, the, your, your knife, what does the end of that uh, do? Well, um, when you're gutting a deer, yeah, you, uh, I don't know if we should go through that. You use this for part of the, uh, uh, butchering process no. and part of the gutting the deer process. And then the, the sheath, um, yeah, it's designed to kind of just, yeah. cause you know what that, you know, when, when do that again with the, the sheath where you, it just kind of, yeah, it holds comes there. Off, it snaps up and stays on. And yeah. And you're supposed to put it in your, your belt. Okay. But I didn't, I just had a pocket in my pants. And so you, you know? snapped it. So just, I pulled, my, pulled it out of my pocket and I unclicked it, and then I let it go to the ground. That, that kind of re- that kind of reminded like, me of how Beck came into existence. <laughs> actually, he's not paying attention. I don't know if anybody is really. They they're like, that's the hunting story. That's the big whoop. You'll you'll uh, you'll have to wait hey, till you edit feel how to, sharp to get that is. one. Feel how sharp that bad boy is. That is really sharp. Yep. You can split a hair. That's a good story, Dan. You yeah. know, I, I, um, you have offered, you've actually taken me hunting, but not, you know, to that extent. I mean, we've kind of locally we've done some hunts. I suck at it. We went, we went to the farm. We did a coyote hunt. Remember? Yeah, yeah I remember. Wiley, we were hunting Wileys. Yeah. I would go back. I would do that. I'd go yeah. back. So we should try that. But you know, I just uh, it's peaceful to me. You yeah. know, yeah, it's kind of cold out. But you know the you know you bring a couple of steaks, cook up a couple of steaks while you're there. No, what? oh, you mean like in the camper? 
Oh, yeah, yeah. There you go. It's all good. Uh, probably wouldn't work with deer, though. Why? Yeah. They smell it? You're going to cook steak in the camper where you're sleeping that night. Then you're going to go hunt. You know, they smell the that? scent? Oh. Yeah, you got no scent what do you at eat? all. I keep my clothes in a scent lock bag. I use special sh- uh, soap and shampoo. I oh. use detergent and, yeah, you got to Dan, eat. I don't There's plenty of food you can eat without ma- smelling like a steak. I don't like, <laughs> well, it's not, you know, the biggest part, uh, it's, it, I don't like to be dirty. Oh, that's yeah. A, that's the problem, so. Yeah, I don't but, really. So that's, that's a good one. So now, uh, and that's a tag? How does that work? Yeah, you tag it. And then you um, have how many tags? You get one any sex tag, which is your buck tag. You could technically use it for a doe. Right. why they call okay. it any sex. And you get one per season. So bow, bow season is where I take a buck tag. And then you could have one other during another season. So if I wanted to do a shotgun, which I don't. I got some buddies that always want to go. I don't like it. Um, I do like doing uh, muzzle loader. Okay. So it may have an early season and a late season. So you can get two um, buck tags, I think. Okay. But I mean, I it's I don't usually get a buck. You know, I get plenty of doe. Yeah. But I'll pass on a lot of do- okay. Uh, bucks. Okay. And uh, yeah. I can't Sometimes wait I pass on does when it's a lot of work. Right. You know, if right. you just want to sit out there in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> well, when you, uh, by the way, Swearingen taxidermy. Yes. Is which that what is, it's called? Uh, yeah. I, we'd have to look that up, but I, um, I'm pretty sure that's the name of their company. Good. They do excellent work uh, because I've seen their pictures on Facebook. Yeah. And, of course, Jim is a great guy, and his boys are good boys. They're and, really cool. I talked to yeah, both of them when yeah, I went there. And so. they're, uh, they work hard. And so, um, you know, if anybody out there is listening and they – hunt and they want to you know if they need some taxidermy services look into swearingen taxidermy because and we're not getting paid to promote them but they are yeah. good people and they do good work i've seen them it's amazing what they can the the fish is what i i don't understand how they can do that i don't think it's the actual fish what are you talking about i think when you get a fish mounted it's not the actual fish well then what's the point I don't have any fish mounted. Maybe we need to get uh, Jim Swearingen out here on the podcast to talk well, about it. The turkey I got mounted, uh, I almost didn't do it because I wasn't going to get the meat. No? And I'm like, I don't know if I should even bother with this. Yeah. And it was a huge turkey. And the, mm. the taxidermist said, you know, go down to Hy-Vee and buy a butterball. You'll never get a turkey <laughs> like this again. Right, right. And so I was like, okay. okay. <laughs> you know. I'm going to smoke a turkey on Friday, buddy. Because we have four turkeys in our freezer right now that we got we got to start doing. So right on. But I didn't kill it. It's all right. Somebody else did. Wild turkey is not that good. Yeah. So good story. Hunting sounds. I mean, it sounds interesting to me. But Dan, just hanging out with you is the part that you know would be fun to watch you get all jacked up about this stuff. I mean, yeah. you know, it's good. And getting out of the house a little bit, getting out yeah. of my chair. So right on. But not going to be for a while because I'm. I, well, I love you. taking people. Honestly. Yeah. You know. Okay. Just what? not during probably rut. You yeah. know, that's the real deal right there. You don't. That's like you're going to go for a fishing trip and you go out there like in the deadliest catch where they're going. Right. They're going where the, the fish are, you know. Yeah, right, right. But. Uh, well, it would be a while before. I don't know. If, I don't know what the camera exactly is picking up. Uh, but the, 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 
the studio, the podcast studio. I'm impressed. It's a know. mess right now because I am, I'm at the tail end of completing some fairly major home projects. Yeah, that's the part I'm impressed uh, with. And I talk, you know, I think I mentioned before, uh, my cousin Eric Cepeda, um, who also does great work, by the way, if you need some home projects done. What's he do? Um, well, that's kind of what he does. He he can do it all. He can do floors. He can do uh, roofing, walls. I mean, he can, he can do whatever you need done. And I, I called him up and told him I was going to replace the floor upstairs. And he came over uh, for a few hours for a couple of days and, and kind of, you know, helped me through it. And then uh, Bob done with the baseboard, cutting the baseboard and the quarter round for that upstairs. We and should then, um, put there anytime we uh... – you know, give someone a shout out. You should put their contact information in, like under the link. You I, know should. What I, mean? I should. I yeah. should. Uh, that's a good idea. But yeah, Eric does great work. Um, uh, he didn't want to take any money from me, and you know, because you know, but I was gonna have to pay somebody because I don't know what yeah. I'm doing, Dan. I don't know how to do anything, but now I know how to do it. So I just did the basement, um, which you can't, is off camera, but put in some plank flooring um, instead of carpeting uh, on one side of the basement. And uh, I got to finish uh, the job tomorrow with the trim and th- that kind of thing. But um, I am not in shape to do this stuff. And right now my knees are killing mm, me, my yeah. hamstrings. Hamstrings, you know, from bending all the time yep. and, you know, kind of leaning over. Um, so even if you invited me to hunt, it would take me – it's going to take me a few days to get – Oh, man, I felt like I'd been in a car wreck for It sounds like days. you just did a Just dragging that walking. guy. I had to drag it like maybe 15 yards just to get it to where I could hook it up to the uh, four-wheeler and just, oh, he's yeah, I bet. so heavy. Yep. Well, so hopefully uh, tomorrow this place will look a it lot better. It looks good. What you've and, done you know, looks and, great. And, yeah, I'm not, I'm not good at this stuff. You're good at this stuff. Just I'm not good out. at it. It's all, I mean, it's all on the internet, man. You know, I don't. I don't feel like I'm good at it. I, I screw stuff up, but the more you do anything, you're going to get better. Right, right, so. right. Anyway. Yep. So That's good, though. That was good, yeah. So working on that, and, and I'm learning a lot about how to do these types of things. But uh, So uh, tomorrow that'll be good, and then I'll feel that, that pride, that sense of accomplishment when I – you know, walk into my, you know, beautiful new floor. and Yeah, yeah. Oh, makes the wife happy, too. She is very happy because I will never have carpet again because carpet is so bad. Yeah. Carpet pretty much sucks. It stinks. Well, if you ever do Especially your own pets. floor like you're doing, yeah. when you take that carpet out and you take the pad out, you're like, Ugh. It's disgusting. I will never have it's carpet so again. It's so gross, and that's exactly <laughs> what I said, especially yeah. with pets, too. So, um, but, uh, yeah, so working on that, um, and uh, – that about covers it. I did want to mention that. Um, what, what what time are we at? Probably. Huh? I would guess like because we had to stop. Oh Maybe right, right. Stop. Uh, I did get some feedback from last week's podcast, which uh, more so than normal, and which was good. So like uh, one. <laughs> one would be a start. Um, actually, uh, I would say uh, six or seven people reached out to me, uh, either through you know email or or Facebook. Um, and, uh, you know, ask me some questions about the hearing loss and tinnitus and, uh, either they have hearing loss or tinnitus or they know somebody who does. And, and that was great. And I, um, I really feel like I'm, I know a lot about these things because yeah. I've had this problem for so long. Um, so it was great that, that, uh, people wanted 
Um, it always is better when people who have that commonality yeah. get together. You know? I did have a – I got some questions from people about um, – how it was to work under with these issues uh, and whether or not, uh, you know, at Southeast Polk, they were um, worked with me on these things. And, and yes, they did. And I thought that was something I should um, mention uh, that, you know, this is a, you know, people go to work with all kinds of different issues and, and uh, um, sometimes employers aren't very, accommodating accommodating and of course educators should be accommodating because we accommodate for students so um but uh yeah so it was uh it was some uh, good positive feedback um and some questions and things and um you know which i thought was good and um i think we're kind of getting toward the end of it so i don't know if i want to there were some other issues that were brought up and maybe i'll wait for another podcast for him to come up um because we don't want to, you know, the attention span of our listeners, Dan. I think we're, we can't go over, you know. Uh, what'd you say? I wasn't listening. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Actually, I do have a really bad attention span. Anybody know. that knows me knows that. I know. So, a lot of, you know, there's people that don't know me that listen to this podcast. And that's kind of yeah, weird. I know. Kind of cool. I know. But, it is. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, I think it's about that time where I tell you, Joel. I do always end it with I love you, but right before that, I always say, go fuck yourself. And I say you <laughs> can do the same. All right. Thanks, Danny.